This program is being brought to you today by Anchor Podcasting. Anchor allows you to use their unlimited hosting, their automatic distribution, the major listening apps, also their performance tools such as listening support and audio recording. Those are just a few of those things that Anchor allows you to use. So try Anchor Podcasting today. Now we'll return to our regularly scheduled program. Good morning, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. I hope that you're all doing well today. Uh, Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. And let's begin by bowing our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for watching over us throughout the night and keeping us and our families. Thank you, Lord, for hedge protection around us and all that belongs to us. Thank you, Almighty God, for this word that you placed before us this morning. We ask, Lord, that you help us to understand your word, Lord, so we can utilize this word in our lives, Father. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy upon us, Lord. We ask, Father, that you continue to watch over us and keep us walking rightly before you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, this we ask in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, we are going to start off on uh, Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophecy against the prophets of Israel, that prophecy, and say, Thou unto them, that prophecy out of their own hearts. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the desert. Ye have not gone up into the gra- into the gaps neither made up the hedges for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. Mm. That they have seen vanity and lying divination, saying, The Lord saith, and the Lord have not sent them. And they have made others to hope that they would confirm the word. Now, uh, We have this today in abundance. We have so many of them out there today making false prophets, uh, prophecies to the public. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people run after prophets and prophets are just like anything else. Um, You have to test them um, to see and you have to check their track record also to see. You don't just, oh, he's a prophet. Oh, yeah. Or the prophet's coming to our church. huh? You don't know. You don't know them from Harry next door. So you need to you need to be very cautious and you need to be vigil, watchful. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Verse um, seven. Have ye not seen a vain vision? And have yet not spoken a lying divination. Whereas ye say, the Lord saith it a built, I have not spoken. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because ye have spoken vanity and seen lies. (laughs) Therefore, behold, I am asking you, saith the Lord God, and my hand shall be I'm sorry, I, I read that wrong. I am against you, saith the Lord God. And my hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. 
They shall not be in the assembly of my people, neither shall they be written in in the writing of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Because even because, even because they have seduced my people, saying, Peace, and there was no peace. And one built up a wall, and lo, others dobbled it with untempered mortar. Say unto them, which dobbled it with untempered mortar, that it shall fall, and there shall be an overflowing shower, and ye, O great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall rent it. Lo, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said unto you, Where is the dobbling, wherewith ye have dobbled it? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will even rent it with a stormy wind in my fury, and there shall be an overflowing shower in my anger, and great hailstones in my fury to consume it. So will I break down the wall that ye have dabbled with untempered martyr, and bring it down to the ground, so that the foundation thereof shall be discovered, and it shall fall, and ye shall be consumed in the midst thereof, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath upon the wall and upon them that have dabbled it with untempered martyr, and will say unto you, you will say unto you, the wall is no more, neither they that dabbled it. To wit, the prophets of Israel, which prophecy concerning Jerusalem, and which see visions of peace for her. <laughs> and there is no peace, saith the Lord God. Likewise, thou son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people, which prophesy out of their own heart, and prophesy thou against them, and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Woe to the women that sow pillars, to all armholes and make kerchiefs upon the heads of every statue and and to hunt souls. Now I'm going to pause here for a second, and the reason why is because um, for a long time, uh, and even today, still some churches um, want to say that women have no place. Um, in the mainstay, like the this. Uh, uh, the positions like preachers and deacons and prophets and well <clears throat> uh, <laughs> right here it's telling you the Lord is speaking to the women prophets he was speaking to the men prophets first now he's speaking to the women prophets so I say to those churches you need to go back and read your book again and you will see women have always had a place no matter where the, where the spot was in the church, whether it was of low standing or high standing, if that's how you want to put it, whether they were the preachers, the deacons, or the prophets, the priests, um, women were always there. Yeah, the only position that I women were not filled in were the priest spots. That was strictly for men but prophets no women there were women prophets absolutely okay so let's go back again um uh to 17 uh just proving the fact likewise thou son of man set thy face against the daughters of thy people which prophesy out of their own hearts and prophesy thou against them and say thus saith the Lord God woe to the women 
that sew pillars to all armholes and make kerchiefs upon the heads of every statue to, to hunt souls. Will ye hunt the soul of my people? And will ye save the souls alive that come unto you? And will ye pollute me among my people for a handful of barley and for pieces of bread to slay the souls that should not die and to save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that hear your lies. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against your pillars, wherewith ye there hunt the souls to make them fly, and I will tear them from your arms and will let the souls go, even the souls that ye hunt to make them fly. Your kerchiefs also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hands, and they shall be no more in your hand to be hunted. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, because with lies ye have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, and strengthen the hands of the wicked, that he, that he should not return from his wickedness, wicked way by promising him life. Therefore, ye shall see no more vanity, nor divine divination, for I will deliver my people out of your hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord." Okay, let's move on to 14. Then came, then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart and put stumbling blocks of their iniquity before their faces. Should I be inquired of at all by them, therefore speak unto them, saying, saying unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, every man of the house of Israel that sitteth up his idols, that setteth up his idols in his heart, and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before the faces and cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that cometh according to the multitude of his idols, that I may take the house of Israel in their own hands, because they are all, they are all strangled from me through their idols. <laughs> They've been separated from God. Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, Repent, and turn yourselves from your idols, and turn away from the faces from all your abominations. For every one of the house of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourn in Israel, which separates himself from me, and setteth up his idols in his heart, and putteth the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and cometh to a prophet to inquire of him concerning me. I, the Lord, will answer him by myself, and I will set my face against that man, and will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet be deceived when he have spoken a thing, I, the Lord, have deceived the prophet, and I will stretch out my hand upon him and will destroy him from the midst of my people Israel. And they shall bear the punishment of their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be even as the punishment of him that stretcheth unto him, seeketh unto him. Ooh, so his punishment is going to be just as bad, if not worse. That the house of Israel may go 
more astray from me, neither be polluted any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people and I may be their God, saith the Lord God. The word of the Lord come again to me, saying, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trespasses grievously, then will I stretch out my hand upon it, and will break the staff of the bread thereof, and will send famine unto it, and will cut off man and beast from it. Mm. Okay. Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver, but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord God. Now, let's read this again, because a lot of people say, oh, these people don't exist. Let's go back. Though these three men, through, excuse me, through these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it. In what? Let's go back to 13. Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trans trespasses grievously, then will I stretch out my hand upon it, and will break the staff of the bread thereof, and will send famine upon it, and will cut off man and beast from it, from the land, right? Okay, so in the time of Noah, in the time of Daniel, and in the time of Job. Did not the Lord do these things? Okay. But their own souls, by their righteousness, saith the Lord God, save them. If I cause newsome beasts to pass through the land, and they spoiled it so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beasts. Though these three men were in it as I live, said the Lord God, and they shall deliver neither son nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. <laughs> okay. That's pretty clear. Or if I bring a sword upon the land and say, Sword, go through the land so that I cut off man and beast from it. Through these three men were in it. Though these three men were in it as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither son nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Or if I send pestilence into their, that land and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from it man and beast. Though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, and I live, said the Lord God, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. For thus saith the Lord God, how much more when I send my four sore judgment upon Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the nuisance, nuisance beast and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast, yet behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be brought forth both sons and daughters, behold, they shall come forth unto you, and ye shall see their way and their doings, and ye shall be confronted concerning the evil that I have brought upon Jerusalem, even concerning all that I have brought upon it. And they shall confront you, when ye see their ways and their doings, and ye shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, saith the Lord God. Okay. 
Let's move to chapter 15, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, what is the vine tree more than any tree, or those are, or than a branch which is among the tree of the forest? Shall wood be taken thereof to do any work, or will man take a pen of it to hang any vessel thereon? Behold, it is cast into the fire for fuel. The fire devours both the ends of it, and the midst of it is burned. Is it met for any work? Behold, when it was whole, it was met for no work. How much less shall it be met yet for, for any work? When the fire hath devoured it, and it is burned. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, as the vine tree among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so will I give the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and I will set my face against them, and they shall go out from, they shall go out from one fire and another fire shall devour them. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I set my face against them. And I will make the land desolate because they have committed a trespass, saith the Lord God. Uh, chapter 16 and 1. Against the word of the Lord came unto Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abomination, and say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan, and thy father was an, was an Amadite, an Amdrite, and thy mother a Hittite. And as for thy nativity, in the day thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supply thee. Thus was not salt at all, nor swaddle at all. None I, pit, none I pitied thee, to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou was cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou was born. And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thy own blood, I said unto thee, When thou wast in thy blood, lived you. I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thus has increased and waxed great, and thou art come to excellent ordinance. Thy beasts are fashioned, and thy hair is grown, whereas thou was not, uh, whereas thou was naked and bare. Now when I pass by thee and look upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness. Yea, I swear unto thee and entered into a covenant with thee said the Lord God, and thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water, yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with brocade work, and shrouded thee with badger's skin, and girdled and girdled thee 
about with fine linen, and I covered thee with silk. I decked thee with all ornaments, and I put bracelets upon thy hands, and a chain on thy neck, and I put a jewel on thy forehead, and earrings in thy ears, and a beautiful crown upon thy head. Thus wast thou decked with gold and silver, and thy radiance was of fine linen and silk, and broidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, and thou was exceedingly beautiful, and thou didst prosper into a kingdom. And thus renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect through my comeliness, which I had put upon thee, saith the Lord God. But thou didst trust in thy own beauty, and playest the harlot because of thy renown, and pourest out thy fornications on every one that passed by. It, that passed by, his it was. And of thy garments thou didst take. And deckedest thy high places with delivers colors with divers colors, and playest the harlot thereupon. The like things shall not come, neither shall it be so. Thou hast also taken thy fair jewels of my gold and my silver, which I have given thee, and madest to thyself images of men, and didst commit whoredom with them. And lookest thou braided garments, thou broidered garments, and covetest them. And thou hast set my oil and my incense before them. Uh, my meat also, which I gave thee, fine flour and oil and honey, wherewith I fed thee. Thou hast even set it before them for a sweet savor. And thus it was said, the Lord God. Moreover, thou hast taken thy sons and thy daughters, whom thou hast borne unto me, and these hast thou sacrificed unto them to be devoured. Is this of thy whoredom a small matter, that thou hast slain my children and delivered them to cause them to pass through the fire for them? And in all thy abominations and thy whoredom, thou hast not remembered the days of thy youth when thou was naked and barren. Mm. and was polluted in thy blood. And it came to pass after all thy wickedness, woe, woe unto thee, saith the Lord God, that thou hast also built unto thee an enemy's place and hast made thee a high place in every street. Thou hast built thy high places in every head of the way, and hast made thy beauty to be abhorred, and hast opened thy feet to every one that passed by, and multiplied thy whoredom. Thou hast also committed fornication with the Egyptians, thy neighbors, great of flesh, and has increased thy whoredom to provoke me to anger. Behold, therefore, I have stretched out my hand over thee, and have diminished thine ordinary food, and delivered thee into unto the will of them that hate thee, the daughters of the Philistines, which are ashamed of thy lewd way. Thou hast played the thou hast played the whore also with thee 
Asians. I'm sorry. Thou hast played the whore also with the Assyrians because thou was unsatchable, unsatchable, yea, thou hast played the harlot with them, and yet couldst not be satisfied. Thou hast moreover multiplied thy fornication in the land of Canaan unto the Chaldea, and yet thou wast not satisfied herewith. How weak is thy heart, saith the Lord God, seeing thou doest all these things, the work of an, of an imperious, whorish woman, and that thou buildest thy imminent place in the head of every way, and makest thine hind makest thy high places in every street, and has not been as a harlot in that thou scores hair, but as a wife that commit adultery, which taketh strangers instead of her husband. Now, for those of you out there who are sleeping with your neighbor's husband, no, right here. It's an abomination. Okay. <clears throat> Same thing with the men. It's an abomination. They give gifts to all whores, but thou givest the gifts to all thy lovers and hares them and hires them, that they may come unto thee on every side for their whoredom. And the contrary and the and the contrary is in thee from other women in thy whoredom, where as none follow thee to commit whoredoms, and in that thou givest a reward, and no reward is given unto thee, therefore thou art contrary. Wherefore, O harlot, hear the world, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, because thy filthiness was poured out and thy nakedness discovered through thy whoredom with thy lovers and with all the idols of thy abomination and by the blood of thy children which thou didst give unto them. Hmm. Behold, therefore I will gather all thy lovers with whom thou hast taken pleasure. And all them that thou hast loved, and with all them thou hast hated, and and will even gather them round about against thee, and will discover thy nakedness unto them, that they may see all thy nakedness. And I will judge thee as women that break wedlock and shed blood are judged. And I will give thee blood in jury and jealousy. Okay, people. Uh, this is quite interesting. Okay? And I know I'm going to hear a lot of people rumbling about this. But here we go. So, again, the old law still stands. And the Lord is saying here, okay? He judges women... He judges women, okay, that break wedlock. What's wedlock? Marriage. Okay. And I will judge thee as women that break wedlock and shed blood are judged. 
okay? And I will give thee blood in jury and jealousy. All right, let's move on. And this is for young women out there. Keep yourself pure until the day that you're ready to say I do. Okay? And I will also give thee into their land, and they shall throw down thy imminent place, imminent place, and shall break down thy high places, and they shall strip thee also of thy clothes, and shall take thy fair jewels, and leave thee naked and bare. And they shall also bring up a company against thee. And they shall stone thee with stones, and thus thee through with their swords. And they shall burn thy house with fire, and execute judgment upon thee in the sight of many women. And I will cause thee to cease from playing the harlot, and thou also shall give no hire any more. So will I make my fury towards thee to rest, and my jealousy shall depart from thee, and I will be quiet and will be no more angry. Um... Because, uh, verse 43, because thou hast not remembered the days of thy youth, but hast fretted me in all these things, behold, therefore I also will recompense thy way upon thy head, saith the Lord God, and thou shalt not commit this lewdness above all thine abominations. Behold, everyone that uses Proverbs shall use this proverb against these saying, is, As is the mother, so is her daughter. Thou art thy mother's daughter that lueth her husband and her children, or that loathest her husband and her children. And thou art the sister of thy sisters, which loathest their husbands and their children. Your mother was a Hittite, and your father an Am Amorite. And thy elder sister is a, is a Samaria. She and her daughters that dwell at the left hand, and thy younger sister that dwelt in the right hand is Sodom and her daughters. Yet hast thou not walked after their ways, nor done after their abominations, but as if that were a very little thing, thou wast corrupt more than they in all thy ways. As I live, saith the Lord God, Sodom thy sister hath not done, she nor her daughters, as thine has done, thou and thy daughters. Behold, this is uh, behold, this was the iniquity of the sisters of Sodom, pride, full fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore I took them away as I saw good. Neither have Samaria committed half of thy sins. Mm. But thou hast multiplied thy abomination more than they 
and hast justified thy sisters in all thy abominations which thou hast done. Thou also, which hast judged thy sisters, bear thy own shame, for thou sins that thou hast committed more abominable than they. They are more righteous than they. Hmm. Yea, be thou confronted also, and bear thy shame, in that thou hast justified thy sisters. When I shall bring against when I shall bring again their captivity, the captivity of Sodom and her daughters, and the captivity of Samara and her daughters, then will I bring again the captivity of the captives in the midst of them. And thou mayest bear thy own shame, and mayest be confronted in all that thou hast done, and that thou art a comfort unto them. This is why I said, many nations and many countries right now is teetering on this here. Some of them has toppled, period, and they're suffering. Things are happening. And the Lord's telling you, I'm doing this to my own people. So what makes you think I'm going to do any less to you? Right? This is what he said early on. So now he's telling you what he has done to his people because of the way they acted. And those that came before them. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was way before this. Okay? But no perspective of person. Right? All right, let's move on to uh, 55. When thy sister Sodom and her daughters shall return to their former estate, and Samaria and her daughters shall return to their former estate, then thou and thy daughters shall return to your former estate. For thy sister Sodom was not mentioned by thy mouth in the day of thy pride. Before the wickedness was discovered at, as at the time of thy reproach of the daughters of Samaria and all that are round about her, the daughters of the Philistines, which despise thee round about, thou hast borne thy lewdness and thy abomination, saith the Lord. For thus saith the Lord God, I will even deal with thee as thou hast done, which has despised the oath in breaking the covenant. Nevertheless, I will remember my covenant with thee in the days of thy youth, and I will establish unto thee an everlasting covenant. Then thou shalt remember thy ways and be ashamed. When thou shalt receive thy sisters, thy elders, and thy younger, and I will give them unto thee for daughters, and but not by thy covenant. And I will establish my covenant with thee, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord, that thou mayest remember and be, comf and be confounded, and never open thy mouth any more, because of thy shame, when I am pacified towards thee for all that thou hast done, saith the Lord God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the Lord is nothing to play with. You cannot quench his anger once he is angered. It is very hard. Remember how many times Abraham prayed? And how many times Moses prayed? Mm. Okay? And the list goes on for the same people. All right, let's move on to chapter 17. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, put forth a riddle, and speak a parable unto the people of Israel, and say, Thus saith the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings, long wings, full of feathers, which have divers colors, 
came unto Lebanon and took the highest branch of the cedar. He chopped off the top of his young twigs and carried it into a land of traffic. He set it in a city of merchants. He took also the seed of the land and planted it in the fruitful field. He placed it by great waters and set it and set it as a willow tree. And it grew and and became a spreading vine of low statue, whose branches turned towards the hem, and the roots thereof were under him. As it began as it became a vine and brought forth branches and sought forth sprigs. There was also another great eagle with great wings and many feathers. And behold, this vine did bend her roots towards him and shoot forth her branches towards him that he might water it by the furrows of her plantation. It was planted in a good soil by great waters, that it might bring forth branches and that it might bear fruit, that it might be a goodly vine. Say thou thus, said the Lord God, shall it prosper? Shall he not pull up the roots thereof and cut off the fruit thereof, that it wither? It shall wither in all the leaves of her spring, even without great power or many people to pluck it up, uh, pluck it up by the roots thereof. Yea, behold, bring planted shall it prosper. Yea, behold, being planted shall it prosper. Shall it not utterly wither? When the east wind touches it, it shall wither in the furrows where it grew. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Say now to the rebellious house, Know ye not what these things mean? Tell them, Behold, the king of Babylon is come to Jerusalem, and have taken the king thereof, and the princes thereof, and led them with them to Babylon, and have taken of the king's seed, and made a covenant with him, and have taken an oath of him. And he have also taken the mighty of the land, that the kingdom might, might be base, that it might not lift itself up, but that by keeping of his covenant it might stand. But he rebelled against him in sending his ambassadors into Egypt, that they might give him horses and much people. Shall he prosper? Shall he escape that doeth such things? Or shall he break the covenant and be delivered? As I live, saith the Lord God, surely in, the, in this place, where the king dwelleth that made him king, whose oath he despised, and whose covenant he break, even with him in the midst of Babylon he shall die. Neither shall Pharaoh, with his mighty army and great company, make for him in the war by casting up mounts and building forths to cut off many persons. Seeing he despised the oath by breaking the covenant, when, lo, he had given his hand an oath, done all these things, he shall not escape. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, as I live surely my oath that he hath despised, and my covenant that he hath broken, even it will I recompense upon his own head. And I will spread my net upon him, and he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon, and I will plead with him there for his trespasses, 
that he hath trespassed against me. And all his fugitives with all his bands shall fall by the sword, and they that remain shall be scattered towards all the winds. And ye shall know that I am the Lord, having spoken it. This saith the Lord God, I will also take of the highest branch of the high cedar and will set it, and I will crop off from the top of the young twig a tender one and will plant it upon a high mountain and eminent. In the mountain of the high height of Israel will I plant it, and it shall bring forth and it shall bring forth burrows and bear fruit, and be a goodly cedar, and under it shall dwell all fowl of every wing, in the shadow of the branches thereof shall they dwell, and all the trees of the fields shall know that I, the Lord, have brought down the high tree, have exalted the low tree, have dried up the green tree, and have made the dry tree to flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken and have done it. And that's where we're going to pause today. Okay? Um, so as you can see, when the Lord says something... It is so. There's no getting past that. Okay, uh, everyone, um, thank you for joining our program. Um, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, thank you for this word today. I pray that this word was a help to many out there. Father, to you be all the glory and honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for this word today, Lord. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. For those of you who would like to donate or sponsor, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Just uh, press on whichever one you're interested in. And in advance, thank you so much for uh, your sponsorships and your donations. Those of you who would like to contact me, uh, there are two ways. Uh, the email is macmillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S, 75 at gmail.com. The other way is uh, anchor.fm, right, slash, Linda, L-I-N-D-A, dash, macmillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N, uh, 9. Okay. All right, everyone. Again, thank you for joining our program. I hope you tune in tomorrow. This is Minister Macmillan saying God bless and good night.